Around IT in 256 seconds by Tomasz Nurkiewicz. Episode 81. Quarkus. Guest episode by Holly Cummins, Java champion and software engineer at Red Hat. Quarkus is supersonic, subatomic Java. What does that mean? It means it's Java, but really, really small and really, really fast. Quarkus is a runtime framework which gives you access to programming models you're probably familiar with, like MicroProfile, JAXRS, CDI dependency injection, and also access to some you're perhaps less familiar with, like reactive programming. Quarkus can run in two modes, on the JVM, like a normal framework, or compile to a native binary using GraalVM. In JVM mode, Quarkus has about half the memory footprint of a traditional cloud-native framework, and the app starts about four times faster. And it achieves that small footprint without sacrificing throughput. In fact, it's the opposite. I'm a software engineer helping to build Quarkus, and in my team's performance experiments, Quarkus runtime speed is better than with a traditional cloud-native framework. What I mean by that is the throughput is higher with Quarkus. If you compile your Quarkus app to native mode, which is just a Maven flag, no code changes, then the footprint is a tenth of traditional cloud native, and a REST app will start and serve its first request in 0.016 seconds. That's faster than an LED light bulb. With the native mode, there is a bit of a trade-off against runtime performance, so that ridiculously instantaneous startup speed means your throughput is going to be a little bit less in native mode than you would see in Quarkus JVM mode. The fast speed and small size of Quarkus, and high throughput of course, has a lot of practical benefits, and it has cost benefits and sustainability benefits. Quarkus uses fewer resources, and that means it uses less power, and that means fewer greenhouse gases. So what's the catch? Quarkus is lean at runtime because it does more upfront at build time. Figuring out what's going on with your application at build time requires the application to be a closed world. If you're doing a lot of reflection in custom libraries, you need to do some configuration work to bring those reflectively accessed classes into the closed world so they don't get optimized away as unused. The good news is that reflection mostly happens in libraries, and Quarkus comes with extensions for all the popular libraries to make sure they work perfectly in that closed world. As a bonus, the Quarkus extension for a library often gives a better user experience than the vanilla library. My favorite part is something called Dev Services. A lot of extension libraries will stand up an instance of that library for testing and local development. For example, if you don't explicitly configure an external Postgres database, when you run your Quarkus application that uses Postgres in dev mode, Quarkus will stand up a Postgres database for you using test containers and wire your application to that database. Quarkus's developer mode has a few other nice tricks. There's live reload so you can edit your code, even in a text editor so it's not an IDE thing, and it will be instantly available to play with in the application. Dev mode also runs your tests automatically and continuously. Fast feedback is so important for developers, but if you have a huge test suite running continuously, every time you change that line of code, <laughs> that's not fast feedback. Quarkus fixes this problem by working out what code affects what tests. It's sort of like reverse code coverage. And then it runs only those tests that could break as a result of your changes. The Quarkus team call these features developer joy. 
And I think that's something we can all aspire to.